Yo, 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 what it do, man? It's your boy, Young L.A. Friends, a.k.a. The 100 Proof Playboy, and I'm back with another episode on The 100 Proof Truth, man. I hope y'all day is going wonderful, going gangster, going everything positive. Um, and I got a couple, um, and I want to, you know, touch bases from what we were talking about yesterday, but, um, you know, spawn forward. I got a lot of responses yesterday social media or whatever and it was a lot of positive outreach um and it was a lot of um i wouldn't say negative but i would say a lot of kickback in the aspect of you know there were a lot of people that felt like if you don't listen to the last episode stop this one and go listen to that last episode uh message to the to, to black artists and you know the, the, the kickback that i got was um you know that, that we all work to the maximum level of our potential to be recognized, you know, and when you don't get the awards that you necessarily will want, you know, it's not fair, you know what I mean, and then there were other people that were saying, well, you know, she's overreacting, Ari Lennox was overreacting for thinking that, you know, they owed her something by giving her the award, excuse me, they owed her something. Wow, they ordered something for giving her an award, my bad, y'all. And I just felt like, you know, I owe you anything. You owe everything to yourself, man, and that's what this whole thing is about. It's not about, uh, you know, expecting somebody to recognize how good you are at whatever it is you do and, you know, get an award. You're not a, 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 a dog. You know, you, you don't get a treat every time you're, you're a good boy or a good girl. You, you shouldn't. And if you that's how you feel, you shouldn't think like that. You, know, you treat yourself, you know. that What's that saying? You know, uh, uh, treat yourself before you hurt yourself. That's real. You know what I'm saying? You know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And both of those are real, man. So, uh you know, there was a lot of people that I was saying, you know, that they, they they felt inspired by what I was saying and that, you know, I should continue to do what I'm doing, keep making a podcast. There were people that were hitting me up asking me why I stopped recording the podcast, you know, where, where I've been, you know, people that listened to the very first three podcasts and I just came, came up missing, which I shouldn't have stopped it, but nonetheless, you know, I got people that said a lot of negative shit to me too, like, you know, you're an idiot and, you know, this podcast is never going to go anywhere if you keep acting like, you know, you, uh, you know, you, you got to be so negative all the time and whatever, whatever. And I just want to say to those people, y'all can kiss my natural black ass. I'm not here for y'all to like me. I'm here for somebody that is down on their luck, somebody that does not have a real friend in their life to pick up my podcast and live by it. You know, I'm 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 prepared to be that role model and that example of the real world and how things really work. You know, I don't have it all. You know, I would like to be, you know, a Grammy nominated artist. I'm twenty six. I would like to be, you know, a Grammy nominated artist and have, you know, multi million dollar uh bank accounts just, you know, I could take money out and, and it'll just replenish itself from, you know, my content or whatever it is I got going. I I would like that. But that's not my reality. My reality is 
I'm not working right now. I'm a, a, a starving artist. And, you know, I, I'm on the outs right now. But I don't feel like I need, you know, even with my stuff, I don't feel like I need to um, over-promote my, my, my shit. I don't, like, I'm not on a podcast linking y'all niggas like, yeah, go listen to my shit. Go listen to, ooh, you know. You know, I promoted, uh, you know, nigga, I'm hip, and I promoted Moscow on Instagram and Twitter, but mainly I just want to, I just want to release my music, have it out, and then if people go get it, they go get it, you know. I'm pushing, I'm pushing other things, you know, I'm a businessman, you know, I want to keep working. Now, when I do put a body of work together, an album or something, then yeah, but at what singles, I'm not finna push that because it's a single, and it's not, like, it's not gonna go nowhere, it's just a single. You know, think of how many people like J. Cole is the king of singles, bro. How many singles did J. Cole put out that weren't on Friday Night Lights, that weren't on uh, Sideline Story, Born Center, or Forest Hills Drive, bro? You know what I'm saying? He kind of tapered off with the singles after Forest Hills Drive, but what I'm saying is singles are singles, man. And it's about focusing on your craft and like honing the skill set. It's not about how good you are. It's about how 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 seasoned you are, and what I mean by that is your talent. Talent don't doesn't mean anything. Talent you can be talented. I mean shit. If you if you know what you're doing, you don't have to look at people like. For example, okay, look at people like Future, right, and then look at somebody like. Uh, trying to think. Like somebody, like maybe, let's just say currency, for example. Okay, currency is a way better rapper than future, way better rapper. But future is a better artist than currency. Because future knows what it takes to make a good song, and it's not to say that currency don't have good songs. I'm just using that for to, as a measuring stick to say that you don't have to be good at what you do to be successful. You just have to do something. And that's the shit that everybody is starving to understand why their music career is not working. That's why I was, you know, I wasted a lot of time trying to figure out, well, how do I become the best rapper? You don't. You don't become the best rapper. You do you. And you do the, you do you the best that you can. And then... When it's all said and done, and niggas pull up the stats, that's for the fans to decide. But you got to go into the game already knowing you the hardest. You got to go into whatever you're doing. If you're trying to become a lawyer, if you're trying to become a, a doctor, or whatever you're trying to do with your fucking life, you got to go into that. If you're trying to be a dancer, singer, whatever, you have to go into that already knowing you the coldest. Because on those nights when ain't nobody cheering for you, you got to cheer for yourself. See, the applause is only there when you do something good. Praise only is, if you, if you notice, like, when I was in, like, human psychology and shit in college, we talked about, um, you know, positive reinforcement versus negative reinforcement, you know. And we used dogs, for example, right? And it was associated, like, it was, it was said that clapping and congratulating a dog is... In their mind, what's deemed as, oh, I'm doing something good, so I'm going to do it again. 
But if you clapping your hands like that's a good, 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 <clears throat> and you you reinforcing it with positive, and then you say don't do that, don't do that, don't do, that. and you but you still clapping. You stupid dog, why are you doing that? That's that's and you smiling while you saying it. You're so stupid. I hate you, but you clapping. The dog is still gonna process the words that you saying as uh positive because of the actions. Now if you say, You're such a fucking good dog. I fucking love you. Like like that, it's the dog is gonna be and you know, and you and you popping him on his nose and doing negative things while you speaking positive. <clears throat> Dog is not gonna associate what you saying as positive. They're gonna be like, I'm finna get the way from, get away from this nigga before he kill me. You get what I'm saying? And if you say, You're a bad dog, why you do that? And all of that shit. The dog is still gonna associate the actions from the exterior, not what you saying, but the actions as positive. I mean negative. And that's what people are to trophies and accolades and shit people give them. Just because people clap for you don't mean that you did a good fucking job. People clap because people don't want smoke. So people play it politically correct like, yay. Look, like, all the people that's disgruntled, bro. Like, when Cardi B won uh, uh, Best Rap Album of the Year, when it really should have went to Astro World, hands down. Travis Scott was so upset at the fact that he didn't get that award and he felt like he put his life and his, his heart and his soul into that album, which I'm pretty sure he did. You know, I'm pretty sure you did. You know, it's your third album, and you, you know, you wanted to, you know, make waves, and and he did. It was it was a pretty solid album, but bro, you gotta understand, the people who like Drake said, and that's why I get Drake big ups, bro, because Drake know what it is. Drake from 2012 to <clears throat> at least 20, let's just say last year, Drake should have won every award every year, but he never did. And I'm not saying that as an Uber Drake fan. I'm just saying like nobody was nobody else was putting out music that was as popular or as uh consumed as Drake's music, bro. Nobody was. But they gotta spread the quote unquote love around because they don't wanna deem favorites. But when you hand this shit to industry plants, like they did such a fucking good job when the war's not for you, it's for the label. Like the label Put that work in, not the artists. And <clears throat> that's what Ari Lennox is upset about. All of the industry plants, like Summer Walker, is an industry plant, bro. Just keep it real, nigga. Just fucking keep it real, bro. And I'm not I'm not hating. I'm just saying, bro. Like, motherfuckers are industry plants. As much as I love Cardi B, Cardi B is an industry plant, bro. To an extent. You know what I'm saying? Chance the Rapper is an industry plant, homie. It's what it is. A lot of these color dread niggas is industry plants. Little, little, little taco and little enchilada and shit like that. All them niggas is industry plants, bro. Because where the fuck did he like the little skies nigga and and etc. All these niggas industry plants. Because where the fuck do they come from? Takashi Six Nine, an industry plant. But they do that because there's a market. There is a market for every type of artist. That's why when people be like, oh, it's not no money in rap. That's bullshit. That's discouraged the competition. It's a lot of money around. We could all eat. I'm talking about it's like when when the internet became a factor in uh the market of 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 music and the music entertainment industry, when the internet became a, a whole new market, 
that changed the benchmark of what 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 what, what people could gross and what the industry could afford afford you the ability to attain. It's a trillion dollar industry now, bro. That everybody can get money in, but instead it's the rules of our culture have to be rewritten, and they can't be rewritten by people who don't look like us. That's just what that is. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. All these motherfuckers that think that they know shit about hip-hop, like Complex. Complex is fucking garbage. That's the most garbage news publication on the face of the planet. Know what I'm saying? At least Fox News is dealing with, you know, white America. Complex trying to deal with black culture and they not even they don't even have like I'm not gonna say they don't have black writers but the owner's not black. The owner of complex is not a black man. He's not. So how could you be a part of uh the same thing with the source magazine? All double XL. All three of those magazines are not publications are not owned by anybody black. But they keep talking about our genre like they're so in love with the coat Bro, you got a magazine that's based off of a culture of people that you're not paying. You're not paying people for 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 their likeness. You know, you contact the people. Hey, can you come down and do a shoot for for Double XL? And people coming and doing a shoot. They you're not paying them. They coming because they want the clout of being in the magazine. You're not paying for people to be in your shit. It's a publication, so you try to say, "Oh yeah, well, it's for uh, it's for informational research." Now, some artists do charge, but most don't because they don't think that they can, because they think that if they approach the the the, the publication like that, then they they not gonna you know, like uh, uh, I forgot what magazine that was that uh, Mark Echo owns. And he, they was basically, I think it was like Double XL. It was either Double XL or I forgot one of those publications deemed Nipsey Hussle in like 2015 or 2014 as, you know, the biggest underachievers of um, whatever, the year or whatever. And, you know, he felt disrespected. And so he reached out and said, you know, like, I, I felt like, <clears throat> you know, y'all disrespected me. You know, but it's cool. Like, you know, he reached out to the company. And so they wanted to do an interview with him. You know, and he was like, you know, at first he was like, fuck y'all. And after that, he was like, nah, like, give me 10 bands. You give me 10,000, I'll I, I do your little pussy ass interview. And they gave him the 10,000. And, you know, he explained that, you know, the culture, the media culture in hip hop is so asinine and disrespectful that, you know, how can the artist expect to even reach out to the media publications if the if the if the music industry and the artists are two different entities how can we all expect to get along we can't this motherfuckers like dj academics like yeah uh, yeah so i i you know like he got on all right look so dj academics got on everyday struggle i don't know if y'all remember this shit but this was like 2000 and like it had to be excuse me damn it had to be like 2017 <clears throat> It had to be like 2017, and DJ Academics got on Everyday Struggle and was like, yeah, I think that drill music is responsible for all of the people in Chicago being murdered. Basically, like, all you niggas is killing each other over this music. 
which is stupid. And so when Vic Mensa got on the Everyday Struggle, Vic Mensa checked his ass to a degree. And he said that, you know, I go to those funerals. Those are my homies. I'm friends of those people that's landing those boxes. So drill music is not responsible for our community's deaths. Our environment is. And who's responsible for our environment? Law enforcement and city council and ultimately the, the federal government. Because they know we disenfranchised. And he was breaking it down on some science like that. And, you know, he said, you know, when I seen what you, when I saw what you said, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, I thought, because you, you a bitch, I wanted to slap you. And, and, and so, <clears throat> the academic says, like, well, in what sense? What do you mean in what sense are you a bitch? Nigga, you a bitch-ass nigga. You a bitch. That if we didn't have police, you would be one of the first motherfuckers exterminated from, from the village. If we was back in Africa and, and the community was running the regime of what's acceptable and what's not, and the men was deciding what's acceptable and what's not, you would have been killed off. You would have been killed off, bro, because you don't stand for anything. You don't stand for shit. And that's what you know. I want to talk about is who's standing for what? What are you standing for? Aside from, like, your, your aspirations, aside from, you know, your job, aside from... You know, your family. What do you stand for? And it can't be some bullshit. Like, oh, I stand for gay rights. I stand for, you know, whatever. Because that's not, that is not, or I'm like, or I'm a feminist. Those things are, those things isolate you from humanity. I'm talking about as a human. What do you stand for? Are you for the capitalism and People dying over some shit that has nothing to do with anything but the color of their skin. Because that's what we are doing. Are you down for uh, figuring out what's going on with this sex trafficking thing? Because if you're a feminist, feminism is not about hating men. And that's what a lot of bitches think. A lot of bitches think like, oh, yeah, well, I'm a feminist and the world would be so much better without men. Well, yeah, your mama got fucked in her pussy for you to get here, bitch. So how... If if you take away that variable, what are you other than some dried up spot on a bed sheet, bitch? What the fuck is you talking about? But there are no men that are talking to women like this. And I don't talk from a place of hatred. I talk from a place of love. Because though I cannot understand your struggle as, as a woman and who you are as a woman, I still sympathize with you because I would hope to have daughters one day. You know? And we cannot afford to continue to deny that there are women and then it's bitches and hoes. Not every female specimen meets the criteria of being a woman. Because to, it's just like not every male specimen meets the criteria of being a man. It, it, there's just prerequisites of being a man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, first of all, you gotta be a moral person. You gotta be honorable. So between morality and, 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 and honor, you got to have remorse for the shit that you say and do. You know, you got you to gotta be brave. You got to be honest. You got to be strong as a man, mentally, spiritually, and physically. You got to be strong. And you have to have a grounded philosophy. You have to. Those are the basic prerequisites. But how many niggas that do you know if you ask them what the, what's the definition of a man? Oh, getting money, having bitches, woo-woo-woo. 
you know, <clears throat> those are not the prerequisites of manhood. It's just like the prerequisites of womanhood. It's not twerking or taking your fucking clothes off for the world to see. And the bitches be like, well, it's my body, my choice. You look like a fucking fool. You embarrassing the women who... You embarrassing the women that know you. To just say, oh, I'm going to go to this women's rally, take all my clothes off, and fucking scream. Like them bitches did in front of City Hall. I think it was on the East Coast. No, it was in... It was either in California or it was in, in like, New York. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I think it might have been on the East Coast. When all those women stood in the middle of the street and, and naked and screamed. It was white bitches, of course. And they looked dumb as fuck. Because being a feminist is not about, and that's what's going on with this gay shit. Being a feminist is not about hating somebody for not accepting you. The root of, the root of your uh, inhibitions to want to be accepted come from a place of not being accepted. It come from a place of trauma. That's where it comes from. Otherwise, you wouldn't have a need to. It's just like me, for example. Okay, if I, I know that I'm a black man. Can't nobody take that away from me. So if somebody was to say, oh, you're not black, I'd be like, nigga, what the fuck is you talking about? Nigga, I know I'm black a long time. Nigga, you ain't got to tell me about what's black and what's not, nigga. I, I done been through the wire, nigga. You know what I'm saying? On some gangster shit. I, I wouldn't feel offense to that. But niggas who feel offense to people saying like, oh, you not black enough. Or you not this or you not that. Be, they feel that way because there's a disconnect. They, 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 they going through an identity crisis. And they can't identify. And that's what's going on with a lot of women. They, they know that they're women on the outside. But they cannot identify on the inside. And so they choose a route. Rarely, you ever, rarely do women choose the straight and narrow route of, I'm going to just be me, the best me that I can be. That's the, we, that's the route we all should take. But we don't all take it. And somehow we take another route and we can connect back to that route. I'm not saying we all need to be perfect and shit, but let's be real. Now, I'm from Compton, bro. I'm from South Central Los Angeles, nigga. I, I, like, I don't, I, I'm not no gangbanger. I'm not even finna sit here and fake the phone like I gangbang, like I'm from here or from there. Because that's not what a man is to me. Any motherfucker could get a gun and shoot somebody. Do I got friends that's gangbangers? Yeah. Do I love them niggas? Like brothers. You feel me? The who am I to sit and fake the funk like, yeah, you know, woo, woo, woo. You know, the lingo of the West Coast is cousin blood. Everybody cousin and blood and blood over here. <clears throat> Whether you stopped or you, or you, you, uh, you still do it. Or whatever. That's the lingo over here. That's the lingo. Everybody relates to the community that they grew up in. You know, whether motherfuckers say it casually or you got to charge a nigga up to say that shit. Whatever. You know, but I just felt like that wasn't that wasn't me. I couldn't I couldn't integrate. I couldn't find myself in that world because that's not me. Now, does that mean that, you know, I'm not with the shit? Does that mean that if a man approached me on some. You know what's happening? And we'll, I'm not going to be like, bro, I don't bet we can get down, though. That's what motherfuckers was looking for when we was growing up. It's different now because, I mean, you know, all the politics. But what I'm saying is that there are different essence. There's, there's an essence of being a man that has nothing to do with intimidation. Because when you're a man, you're secure. When you're a woman, you're secure. It's all like, women are naturally insecure. That's bullshit. Or people are naturally insecure. Yeah, people are naturally insecure. 
But insecure. A lot of people are insecure about things that they should not be insecure about. And most of the time it's because you stand it for something that has nothing to do with you. Which means that you trying to be a part of some shit. So you feel like you're wanted, like you belong. And that's what happened with this gay shit. You know? It's like motherfuckers like, oh, you hate gay people. I don't hate nobody, man. What I hate is you trying to get me to think how you want me to think. I think how I want to think. I don't think how I want to fucking think. And if you don't like that shit, then oh the fuck well. That's just what it is. <clears throat> because we all, we all are victims to society. But let's not make it seem like one group of people struggle, struggle Excuse me, is worse than somebody else's because that's not true. And if that's how you feel, then that's just how you feel. You get what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, the 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 whole question that I want y'all to ask yourselves for this for the day is what do you stand for? As a, as a, as a human being, what do you stand for? And carry that through life. It can't be about your sexual orientation. It cannot be about that. What do you stand for? Think about your your cultural group. Think about domestically. Think about uh, 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 financially. Think about think about ethnically. What do you stand for? Because that's the only way we're gonna get back on track as a country is for everybody to identify with self first, not sexuality, not uh tax bracket, none of that. What do you identify with as a human being and then culturally? And then once we all get on track culturally, then we could all come together as a country and bridge our ideas together to make this shit what y'all think this shit the fuck is when it's not. Because if motherfuckers are still on, if motherfuckers are still on Call of Duty calling motherfuckers niggers and shit, we, we behind. Because that's, that's, that's a learned behavior. That's taught. Because little kids are not born knowing uh, to call black people niggers. Little white kids. And little black kids are not born feeling like when somebody called me that I should feel bad or I should get upset. That's, that's a learned behavior. That's taught. That's taught. You feel me? So... I know it's a short uh, episode today, but I just want y'all to sit on that and, and think about that. You know, what do you stand for as a person? You know what I mean? What 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 means something to you? You locked into the Hundred Proof Truth Show with the young LA friends, aka the Hundred Proof Playboy. Man, my Twitter—I I know y'all probably want to know what my Twitter is. My Twitter—you can follow me on Twitter at uh, one hundred, like one zero zero proof. P-R-E-U-X-F. The French way. You know what I'm saying? 100 proof. 100 P-R-E-U-X-F. You know what I'm saying? Follow my Instagram at 4, the number 4, LaFrance, L-A-F-R-A-N-C-E. That's my Twitter and my Instagram. So, you know, if y'all want to comment on the videos or, or just show a nigga some support and show a nigga love, you know, please do such. You know what I mean? So that's going to wrap it up. 
You locked into the 100 Proof True Show with young LA friends. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Or no, excuse me. I'll be back uh, the day after tomorrow with another episode. Uh, or no, actually, no, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I'll be back tomorrow with an episode. I'm tripping. I'm trying to think about my schedule. But I'll be back with an episode tomorrow. All right? One love. Keep it 100. Stay safe out here. I'm out.